Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'll ask about Georgie, and I guess. Cause she, w- she was really good. There you go. Yeah. There we go. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, and thanks to you, you the listener. Just one. <coughs> who've bought a shit out stubby holder or t-shirt and ask not what the podcast can do for you. Ask what you can do for the podcast. And Correct. Basically, uh, if you stop buy a listening. t-shirt. So we don't have listening. to keep doing it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, Dane's in very one of the two, today. But we need you. And, and we've got some beautiful women's t-shirts. Uh, yeah, oh, thank God. We've expanded more our range. Well, I mean, so that's for, they're for Sam to sign and not me, I'm guessing. <laughs> Maybe not. No. So... Uh, go to swanianfriends.com.au and, and just get behind us because let's face it, no fucking uh, <laughs> corporate would want to. So here we are. It, it, we're back. It's been a few weeks. Uh, we've had things on. Uh, but hello, Samantha Richards. And he's back. Hang on. Well, Richards? Are we, who's who's Richards? No. Do you want to rewind? No. We can't. We couldn't. We, we, can't. we, we don't know how to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and hello, how, he's how? back, Dane Swan. There you go. You're fresh? Uh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not actually. We, the weekend got away from me, um, but I'm here. I'll, have I got my job back? Have I? Well, it's not even a job. Is it? It's probably charity because we don't get paid. So Correct. I guess it's. Yeah. So it's your charity. I've got, got me. Georgie Parker was very good. Yeah, you nearly did lose your seat. Did oh, she was very good. Oh what? Well, I don't know. Where, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> She's <laughs> not me. afraid to spend. Oh, I really. I was a little bit nervy, like I sometimes get when Sam's in front of the microphone. You're not sure what he's going to say. Yeah. Because I didn't really know Georgie that well. When she started speaking, she's not afraid to speak her mind, no. Dane. Who was the alpha female and there was, there a, was there a bit of competition pretty, between the... No. No. Or a cat fight? No. no I, was, I was hoping for one. It probably no. Wasn't. Yeah. There was no... Um, yeah. No cat fight. Oh, sorry, I, was, I was a bit what the big What were the big issues? Anything that I could put oh. my two cents on or no, not really? I, I really know. enjoyed the fact that she um, didn't sugarcoat some of the egos that go along with playing AFLW because at the moment AFL players come from an AFL background, but AFLW players it's tend AFL to come M, from. AFLM, isn't it? <laughs> Shut your neck. She wasn't overly what? impressed by that side of things. She, no. she's she's one of us, I think. Yeah, normal. Yeah, well, exactly. She's quite normal, <laughs> but I think that uh, she didn't. Um, 
hold back in coming forward on her opinions about some people that don't come from, you know, an AFL background. So they might be professional sports people from other sports yeah. versus girls that are athletic versus girls that have come through the Auskick system. They all come with their own egos about how good they are and what they should and shouldn't be doing and what they're entitled to. And she was basically saying, shut your mouths. We're all here to do the same job. She mentioned one of the players players who was still doing netball at the same time, Mm. left training to go to netball training. Mm. And I had a bit of a laugh thinking, I reckon Ed Maguire is probably the type who, if you're part of Collingwood, he'd prefer you committed full on. Um, How would you Is, is Ed Yeah that, that'd probably just about, That'd sum him up Reasonably <laughs> Reasonably accurately How do you reckon He'd feel if, if you yeah. Yourself if I, if I went to go play netball Yeah How do you reckon He'd go with that Well Jeez oh, I don't know How I'd go with that <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I'd get a game um, For the I don't know The Magpies The netball men's oh, I, don't, I don't know Is there a men's Is there a men's netball competition Is it netball M there's yeah, that's, not. What was, that's what I was trying to get at. I just couldn't wrap my brain around what it was called. <laughs> not in the professional league, no. There's not. Oh, yeah, well, actually, well, Ed, no, I don't think it'd be wrapped. So you... Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. So pick a sport and stick to it. I had to make that decision at about 15, whether I was going right. to dance or play netball. Yeah. And I had to stick to my decision. And these women are... You can do both. Putting their foot just in... Different kind of dancing. <laughs> Is that meant to mean, Dane? Well, you can dance late at night. In bars, <laughs> certain bars and stuff like that, and still keep your your netball up. Mm. 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 How was the US? <coughs> um, US was good, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just, is that it? Um, well, I, I'm, uh, let's start with your Insta. Your first Insta, you're walking around your place in Miami that yeah. has its own pool cleaner. Yeah, there's no, a good start. Good. Yeah, um, he's seen some Hang shit. On, didn't you lose luggage, or is that another trip? No, they no. all blend into one for me. No, I lost my luggage first first day. So I got <laughs> got to Al- well, first day obviously is when I got there. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the uh, it was my luggage, but it was my mate's luggage tag on it because we obviously checked our bags together, and he just the the guy when checking his him was um, just slapped the two different bag tags on, but it was. My bag that went missing better was Benno's name on it. <laughs> so I couldn't even get – so I had to go – I think it come 24 hours later or something like that, but I had to go and buy, like, a kit and stuff like that. And, but I saw I can't get travel insurance on it because it's not my bag that technically went missing. Assholes. You know what I mean? So yeah. what are you laughing <laughs> Fucking dead set. So I was very upset about that. Um, so I had to go – It's not fair. And buy a kit um, – yeah, so that sucked. But um, and I listen, LA was good. Um, we got there on Saturday, and obviously the um, you know, I got there and was it the like a bushfire relief thing at you know Grand Smiley's pub or restaurant on the Sunday, and that's when the um the Kobe thing happened. Yeah, I mean it's like it's just the whole city went into to mourning for it. It still is. It's obviously that that thing was on this morning, which um you know the the thing at the Staples Center for for Kobe and. You know his daughter. Um, it was crazy. Like it was, you know how you see like in the movies or whatever it is where it's sort of everyone gets it like in a newsroom. So everyone gets a text at the same time and sort of the same sort yeah. of everyone looks down and mm. it was kind of like that. Everyone just sort of looked down. Same text must have went through everyone. My people were like you know like just bawling in the in the bar like just on the streets. It was it was crazy. Um, how much he meant to to LA, obviously. So. 
Um, not just LA, I think the world and not just sporting people. I think mm. that the, the incredible thing that's come out of this is how much, um, how many different people from different walks of life that this has resonated with. So yes, you've got the basketball tragics mm. that saw him play and remember him in mourning for that. But then you've also got the people that really respected what he did outside of basketball. But then the beautiful thing that I think that's come out of this is the girl dad movement. Yep. Um, which has been incredible because people um, like Kobe Bryant that only had girls and you've got people like Brendan Favola who was in, in our country sport a superstar and he only has girls and he's super proud and happy of his girls. I think it's other people that don't have daughters that kind of look and go, oh, don't you want a, don't you want a son? But that, that kind of community has rallied and kind of stood up and you know told everyone else to shut up or you don't know what you're talking about kind of thing, which is it's kind of beautiful how many people it's affected. I never had on heart watched him play a game, but I was affected by yeah, it for, for completely yeah. different reasons. Oh, no, how long were you in LA while, uh, while it happened? Five nights, somewhere like. Before you went to the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, so, so, and, and right so what, it was it. night two that, that it hit. Was that right? No, I was 24. So I, was, I got there Saturday morning. It was Sunday afternoon or whatever yeah. it was. So yep. but it was obviously horrific and shocking, but um, yeah, you just to see how much... I guess he meant to the LA community, and obviously he won an Oscar, so he's obviously done far mm. better things. You know, a game, a game's just a game. We all know that it's just a game, and there's far bigger things and to life than you know shooting a ball or something. Mm. But you know, why well, he sort of transcended the sport, and um, obviously won an Oscar, and how involved he was with with his kids, um, you know, sport and stuff like that it was incredible. Even listening, to this, I don't know if you watched any of it this morning, like the. I missed it, and, and and for people who don't know what we're talking about, uh, I've only seen clips, but uh, clips. But it's uh, Michael Jordan spoke, yeah, 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 yeah he was great, emotional. and he actually he took the piss out of himself about the his own Jordan meme, the crying, crying meme, meme. Yeah. yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. yeah um, Shaq told a couple of really funny stories. Um, obviously, his wife spoke um, beautifully. So, um, yeah, that that was that was hard over there, and you don't, I don't get really emotional about anything, but like seeing that, it's more you know the impact of his daughter and that going. That's mm. Sort of, you went and sit there. You're sitting in in LA. Now that's when it hit you. So, you know that was horrific. But you know we sold on as you do. And so LA, you know, apart from from that, was was fun. Um, no, but that uh, before you move on, yeah. but that that must have been such a surreal ex- experience in, in, in <coughs> probably the <laughs> whole time you were there. Yeah, it's hard to believe that it, it's like true. Like you know, obviously mm. people get old and people die. People people die of disease or cancer or whatever it is, and it's sort of. You can, I guess you can wrap your head around it's coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, this this guy's been diagnosed with this, or you know, if you know for, I guess you know someone like Neil Danaher, you know how unbelievable he's been. But unfortunately, when it happens, you probably you, you kind of know it's yeah. going to happen. Yep. Where so, someone is like Kobe, like a helicopter crash, especially with eight other people, just so sudden. Yep, mm. they're the ones that get you and go, "Fuck!" Well, life is actually quite sure. You know, it can be taken away like that. So try and enjoy. What you know, everyone think? says it, but, you know, just try and fucking enjoy every day. And, and as, as Sam said, it, it, it hit worldwide mm. and it probably still is. Because a lot of people are parents, you know. A Absolutely. lot of people have got mm. loved ones. And I think that's what Vanessa said in her first statement afterwards. His wife said, I can, I can not accept, but I can start to wrap my head around the fact that I've lost my husband. Because, you know, things happen in life where your husband doesn't walk back through the door. But the fact that my 15-year-old daughter will never get to take another breath is what has shattered her. I think that's where people have resonated because mm. they see him now as a dad that lost a daughter and they see that family as someone that lost a father and, and, a, and a daughter rather than, you know, a basketballer. I have friends that from the art community where he won his Oscar um, in, that, in that industry and, you know, just parents that have 
kind of rallied together and gone, I cannot imagine the pain of not seeing my children again. Like, yeah, you know, people get divorced, things happen, mm-hmm. you don't see your husband again, death is different. But to never be able to see or touch or speak to your child again is, I think, where it's been really resonant mm-hmm. across the world. Yeah, just gave you a little flashback. Nine years I was at the footy show and so you see everyone, every big name came through the door during that time. But the one thing that really resonated was Bobby Skilton, who's obviously a legend, triple brown, they medalist, as they always say, and he came on one night and he, he, he threw away his, I think, from memory, his Brownlow and all his footy awards threw him in the tip as part of his grief over losing his son in a car accident. Mm. And he said, you never, you expect to bury your parents, you never expect to bury your kids. kids and and yeah. he, he, it was unbelievable the way he spoke. He could have heard a pin drop in the room and that's probably what she was uh, she was referring to mm. in, in that respect. Um, as far as, it almost reminds me a bit of 9-11 that it, 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 it affected everyone worldwide, but yeah. if you were there, yeah. it must have been a totally different dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. And like, well, we had tickets to go to the Lakers Clippers, which they postponed and like, you know, the thousands of people, thousands upon thousands of people that were at the Staples Centre just like, you know, passing, you know, handing flowers or just going to deal with their grief or to say goodbye or, you know, whatever purpose they want was was incredible. And, like, I was there two, like, two and a half weeks later or something like that flying. So I had a couple nights in LA on the way home. Um, and like, you still flick on Sports Centre, go into, like, I'd go to have some, some lunch, like, just a in and out or a burger joint or shows to something like that. Hung over and be like remembering, like just be like Kobe, top eighty-one shots, or you know, twenty-four best games, or two, just two and a half weeks later, just still, and it's still going now. Like mm. I, I had a beer last night with with a mate from Sydney in town, and was like remembering Kobe's still up there. So it's incredible the um the impact he's had on on the on the sporting community, and I guess you know the world community. Apart from his obvious talent, why why do you think he was such a local hero in LA? He's a winner, and I think just his mentality, like that Mumba mentality. Not everyone has it. I certainly didn't. Um, I was, you know, he probably would have hated me to be honest, because <laughs> um, I you know I was laid back. Pendles, yeah, he probably probably he probably liked pendles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what does that actually mean in a nutshell? Do you? Oh, he was just ruthless and like yeah. did whatever it took to win, and would call out his teammates, and you know if they needed to be called out, or um, uh, you know you see heaps of footage of him talking trash and. You know, to his own teammates, the opposition, and just the mentality he had. He was, he was just a, a killer. Um, he was just ruthless. And, you know, people hated him because you didn't play. If you didn't like the Lakers, you hated him because he was mm. he was a ruthless. He looked like he, you know, like an asshole on the court, but he was a winner. He's like, yep. he was, he's the closest thing to Jordan that there's ever been. Like, he studied him and, like, you know, moved. I'm not saying he's the second best player that's ever played in the world, but he would copy Jordan. More than anyone, you know, more than LeBron, more than anyone. He was just, and I think, you know, you, you probably didn't like him if you didn't break, break for the Celtics or, you know, but you respected him because of how hard he worked and, and how good he was. So I think that's why. And um, probably after, um, you know, winning the Oscar and, and doing what he's done with, with his um, with his girls and stuff like that. So I think that's why. And, yeah, he's, and he brought, what, five championships to LA. Yep. Yeah, I mentioned that on our last podcast with, with Georgie about. Uh, so I found a, there's a Sports Wars podcast that, and it was all about the Kobe and Shaq relationship. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that for a great part of their career, they they actually couldn't stand each other. Yeah, well, so they say. Yeah, but I think like they respect each other and they won. 
Well, it's absolutely, and it was really, and because it was made obviously before the tragedy, yeah. it was just t- told it as it is. Yeah. And, and one of, but one of the nicest things was, and it was it was done really well that at the end of it, they did make their peace, and I reckon yeah. that must be such a big relief for Shaq that they did yeah, make their absolutely. peace. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Shaq, Shaq spoke today. Yeah, um, he was great, and um, yeah, it's a horrible thing for someone to go to, but that's why we. You know, try and enjoy our lives and have a bit of fun. You, you know? manage it? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> Still managing. It's on no one's gravestone. I wish they, no one's ever written on their gravestone. I wish they, I wish I laugh less. So, yes. Um, try and have a bit of fun. And right, so what do we, we say at Miami starting with the pool cleaner? It's, it's a fair start. Well, you should ask him what he's seen. <laughs> <laughs> you would have seen some shit. Like, they come every day at like, you know, I can't remember what time, but it was early. Yeah. Or late, depending on if you were still it up or down. Like a good house to, to, to just be stopping by Cub Soup by yeah, the time? Yeah, no, it was fun. Um, How many of you? Five. Yep. Five, I think. A couple more. There was a couple more. Was once a day for that cleaner enough? Yeah, yeah. Probably not, no. <laughs> um, no. We had a couple more mates over there, but like five of us were staying in the house, mate. That was that was fun. So Miami was good. It was monsoonal for two days. Mate. We got there on a the Thursday... Um, the Friday night and Saturday were fucking torrential rain. It was monsoonal. It was, you couldn't leave the house. Uh, but then obviously Sunday. Where was it? Sorry. Well, we we did leave the house, but it, <laughs> but you should you probably shouldn't have. Where where did you go to a concert? Was it was it L A or or Miami? Because we've had some feedback about your concert. Miami. Yeah, I know. You posted a lot of videos. Two. There was more than two. Sure. <laughs> there was two. I didn't post one on my feed though, did I? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, did right. you? That's unlike you, Dave. Yeah, no. I'm just going to double check those facts. Well, just do some you know fact what, checking. What? You, no, no, you know it's on his story. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I would probably. Yeah. You, well, you know you've had a, you know you've had a reasonably fun Miami when you get to the bar and they go, oh, sorry, mate, what time? What time did you start drinking? He said, oh, um, about eight p.m. About eight o'clock. Man, he goes, it's six p.m. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, I got away from us. <laughs> Is that a true story? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, that went, so that went well. I was like, shit, those 22 hours went fucking pretty quickly. Um, wow. So, it's when you know you've had a reasonable crack. Yes, no, very um, good effort but, by you. But listen, Miami was great. I got, I got, I got my first seven days, eight, how long was I there before I got to the Saturday? Is that... So a week, so I was there a week. Saturday, Saturday's a week, I that think. That is correct. Yeah, yeah on the Gregorian days. calendar. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I got, I think I, I thought I had coronavirus there for, for a second. <laughs> Mate, I was fucked. Um, I think, because it was monsoonal rain on the Friday night, so we're out, and obviously we, we all got drenched. So I reckon I got a cold or a flu in that night, but then I think the, the build-up of the six or seven days... Um, and, I, and I'm getting older. Are you? Yes. Well, to be perfectly honest, I'm actually fucking pretty flat myself too because I've got a one-year-older today. But uh, So thank you, oh. you two assholes. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely oh. nothing. Let's get emotional. Absolutely zero. Hey, have we got any um, signed T-shirts on Max we could give to him for his good birthday? Good point, yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, thanks for my uh, co-host remembering me birthday. I even tried to message him to give him a, a cold drink sign. As low as shark shit you two are. It is not good. I promise uh, it didn't go through the look. Yeah, thanks, boys. And I'm working for free on my birthday. Fuck. 
Well, fa- you're only working for free if people don't buy a T-shirt. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, I've so got th- you signing, haven't I? So thanks, guys. Yeah, and I'm oh, working. I'm actually signing shattered. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thanks, guys. Well, I got up this morning and said, "Geez, I can't wait for a birthday message from me from the podcast group chat." Um, Out of a billion, Sam, what chance do you reckon that's what he really did th- think of when he got up this morning? I was actually kind of hoping he was wooden, no, so I could bring yeah. it up. I was like, fuck, I hope they've forgotten. Because so uh, oh, yeah. if I'd have known, this would have been a whole fucking show of cake and oh, yeah, well, it would have been dec- – I'm so sorry. I haven't eaten this morning either, so <laughs> would you rather sit on the cake? <laughs> would you? I'd rather sit on a dick and eat a cake, yeah, let's well, be honest. Um, Both of them are enjoyable. Yeah, I'd rather – I'm sitting on the cake. Um, well, so where was really? I? If you're cup free. Would it hurt me? It hurt me a lot more by fucking True. eating the cake. Yes. Yes. Depends how warmed up you got, but. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of cake, I guess. So how was the Super Bowl? Uh, if it was a dick cake. Um, <laughs> well, I was there. So I got crook. Um, and for about 24 hours there, I was my th- I Googled coronavirus, I don't know what was going on, but <laughs> the thing was, like, I wasn't too bad where I was, like, bedridden and, like, I needed to go to hospital, but I wasn't good enough where I could sit around, have a beer and enjoy myself, so I was in that real fucking weird state, so I was like, Dane, stop being a pussy, like, get up, and I'd be like, I don't know, I'd sit down, and the boys would be carrying on, I'd be like, yeah, have one sip of beer, I'd go, no, that's fucking, no, that's not good, for, that's not good for me, I need another, like, a water or a barocca or something like that, and then... Um, so I got to bed. I was like, and the Super Bowl's the next day. So I was like, well, we are over here for the Super Bowl. So, yeah, need so you need to freshen up. Yeah, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be cooked to the Super Bowl sitting there going, nah, this is not for me. And the other, other thing was, like, and I had a cough because I'm coming from LA and I actually don't know if weed's like illegal in Florida, I'm not sure. But, I'd, and for someone who doesn't smoke cigarettes, marijuana, or anything, um, Dad said I was stoned eight times in the first twelve hours, <laughs> man. I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" So I'm, I nearly, I nearly wore one of those coronavirus masks. Uh, uh, masks. <laughs> Sorry, to say that again. <laughs> Did you say I get strokes? Coronavirus strokes. Mask. He's getting older. <laughs> getting older. Getting I older. got older today, <laughs> and you asked. I forgot about it. No, I, but I did have a. I had a solid weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then. I had a few last night, so and I have some tonight for my birthday. Oh, I'm gonna buy on Thursday. It's a nightmare, but um, so I had, I had I had a cough. Um, Stop! He's going back on a plate, isn't he? Yeah, I'd say so. I, don't, I dare say, well, Dame would drive. Play, we can talk about plane etiquette, didn't you? You asked me about coronavirus. Yeah, you know, and the plane etiquette that kid pushing on the on the back yes. of the seat. We can yes. talk about that later if you want. I got. Um, if you clap when a plane lands, some serious shit would want to have happened on that plane. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was cooking because I had a, a huge cough. Because uh, look, obviously things going in my lungs don't agree with me. So I was stoned eight times. So I a fuckload of Doritos, but <laughs> um, and burgers. So I had like a hectic cough, and it's, I couldn't go to sleep. So I tried to go to sleep, and because I was crook. When I coughed that out, I shit myself. <laughs> so, so then I was like, fuck. And because I was, and because and I was, I was that, I was that crook. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to get up. So I sat, so I sort of so like. You just laid in your poo. Yeah. Well, I, I, um, 
I went to. Sp- he really has got old. <laughs> oh, oh no, yeah, exactly. I went to. Like I, and I couldn't really shift around because it was like, <laughs> it wasn't great. So I kind of was like in that. Oh, oh I'm going to be sick. I was in that real weird period. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, do I, you know what? Do I, do I, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've set her off now. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> don't shit yourself. Yeah. Um, but I always not done that, but I was like. There's a guy on maps last night who had, uh, had a gastro. Well, we actually, we was talking about that too. I haven't, I haven't caught up with we, we need a. We maybe need like a, a secret reviewer who's someone who used to someone who used to do you know anyone who used to review those kind of shows for us? There's a really tall guy I know. Yeah, sort of large guy. Four yeah. yeah. Um, we'd like to if he wants to come back and review uh, what's it called Married at First Side. We'd more than mm. welcome to have him on. Can we get some hillier, but he could sort of talk. Yeah, like we can. Yeah, yeah. Guys the jockeys. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, whilst Crook and I, I still didn't sleep. Uh, like yeah. I thought, one time I'm going to get some good sleep on a trip with the boys, but. Because of the because of the pants shitting factor, <laughs> um, so I was, and I, and I and I couldn't get the because you know when you got a cough or sometimes you really need to barrel oh, it out. But no. it means there's just like she self, and then <laughs> one of the toilets got the toilet in my room got blocked. So my oh. at the run down the other end of the toilet, uh, my so I'm not just going fuck. It, I'm just going to lay. You. <laughs> oh, Dana. No. <laughs> Some stuff to to block me up, and away I went. <laughs> so, um, I, I, and I was, and the sleeping nude's not great for your bed. No, no, not if you. Do no, that. you shit yourself a lot. <laughs> no, but uh, but thankfully I wasn't. I had underwear on, so I knew what was coming. I had a nappy on. <laughs> I knew what was coming. Um, <laughs> but thankfully I hadn't eaten a lot either, so I wasn't. When did you pass this on to the boys that that's what happened, or did you wait till you're out of the house? I don't know. I told them. <laughs> Thought it was funny. Couldn't be fucked getting up. They'd be coming. You're right. Again. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not too bad, apart from the shit in my pants. <laughs> that you're not right. wearing. Yeah, yeah. No, I was wearing. I was. I was only joking. Yeah. Well, imagine if I didn't. It would have been real. That would have been a, the cleaners would have found a real nasty surprise. Yuck. Oh well. It's, it's, so how was the Super Bowl? I'll ask again. Better than the Saturday. <laughs> Uh, because it was monsoon rain, I didn't feel like I missed out on much. It's, yes. It's so like I didn't. It was, if it was the one day you were going to get crook, that was the day. And FYI, if I don't have coronavirus, I'm I'm actually not. I'm just coming back now, but I'm I'm okay. Um, physically, I feel fine. Just maybe mentally, I'm a bit off the pace today. Don't go the early crow though. <laughs> With what coronavirus? We well, don't know it's coming. Yeah. Don't touch wood. Yeah. Right. Well, at the moment, you have it's a two-week no. incubation period. Is it? So. Well. I wouldn't mind it then if I get to go to Sydney, Sydney own for two weeks. Quarantine. Yeah. Where are they? Nauru or Christmas Island? They're on one of them. Uh, I think so. Yeah, one of those. They're coming anyway. Darwin. Oh. So how's the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> um, Super Bowl's great. Yeah, it was obviously my, was my first one. Um, so did you take it to a group as well? <clears throat> no, just my friends. Right. Yeah. And did you... Um, because you didn't necessarily support either team. You're no, a Pats not Pats fan. fan yeah. Did you have a preference? Yeah, for I, 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 I took the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, was that preference through love or a bit of bit of a burn? Well, yeah, so it was gambling as well. But, but I like. Um, <laughs> Please gamble responsibly. Mm, yeah, I do like Pat Mahomes. So, I, yeah. I, but I, and I thought they were going to win, so that's why I backed them. Um, and he, you know, when they got down ten, I tried to get on again. Um, so, but you have to ring up. Um, you know, when you 
on live betting. Was the experience like that with the phones and all that type? Could you get out of this? Could you? No, I didn't get out, but I would because he was he was five and zero when they were down double digits that year, which was pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, but mate, they do it. You know, I'm sure everyone who comes back from Super Bowl will tell you, you know, everything I'm about to tell you. But um, they just do it on such a bigger scale over there. It's it's incredible the way they do it. Even like just the bar, the normal basketball games now, mm. they they put on such a good show, like the fan interaction and just like. Or the way they keep you sort of entertained, like where you're watching timeout in the basketball, or you know, there's the two minute two minute break, you know, on the um, NFL. Like, mate, it feels like on the the ads when you're watching, go forever, mate. You can go out, have a coffee, come back, have some lunch, come back, and you know, the game's just started again. But there, just goes a lot. But the but the tailgating, you know, so or even before, you know, you had like all the big artists around the world, and because it was Miami, it's obviously you know Latino. Influence it and hip hop sort of thing. So, was, you know, obviously Shakira and Jello played at half time, but like, you know, all so many big name artists from Miami and all around the world and um, America would come and play, you know, bar, you know, functions or not parties, you know, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday at the tailgate, Sunday at different parties, and then obviously Sunday night at a you know, whatever nightclub you went to, whatever bar you went to, so basically like grand final week for you, Dane. Yeah, what? Well, oh yeah, it's, well, it's, all these superstars it's like, getting an It's like September club on like I don't know what ste- what steroids are called, but yeah. like you know the best steroids, you know, times a billion. It was just incredible. Um, so yeah, loved it. The tailgating, you know, they like I said, they also do it really well. Um, different here, and I think. No, that's why I think that should be a night grand final. So you can you can go in, you can have lunch, you know, you can have all these functions. You know, listen to a few more panels. Got time for? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's a selfish. It's, it is a it is a selfish <laughs> idea. Yes, but um, you're a fan of the night grand final. Yeah, definitely. Or at least start at like five thirty or something like that. Twilight, which they have floated, but they've gone against this year. Haven't they? It's coming. Out of a hundred as a player, was there any difference? Yeah, in your performance. Oh, I, listen, I'm sure... Did you feel it? No. I'm, I'm, listen, I actually don't know my stats, um, but I th- would prefer to play at night now. You might look at my stats and go, well, actually, you play better during the day. Like, I don't know. No, I just, just want to know where Yeah, well, I, actually, I, I prefer to play at night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I like to wake, wake up late, sleep, have a nap. Just, I don't know, I, I prefer the atmosphere at night. Yeah. Is, is my opinion. So, um, yeah, I... That's why I think they should at least play five thirty or somewhere just to give you, you know, up at eleven twelve, go go to a function, go see me speak. There uh, are fu- <laughs> there are functions during the day at sem- during September club. Yeah, in yeah, the morning just, just have to have time for a long. You want more? Yeah, yeah. Right. I guess you know they say there's no grand final. Did they give to the people <laughs> exactly a little bit more? Yeah. More people, more people. Correct. I think I think it's inevitable. It's it's going to come in. Are they going to push it back? But did your celebrity spot? Um. Oh yeah, you've seen you've seen a heap. Um, no one you'd probably know, but uh, <laughs> why? Because they're under fifty. Just rapper, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, you know, just rappers and, and artists and stuff like that. But um, mate, they're all mate. It's like some some clubs with like a hundred grand tables and stuff like that. US, like just to go out and drink piss on a table is like dumb. That's dumb. Wow. Yeah, exactly. It's ab- absurd. So and so, how many tables did you book, Dane? Yeah, no, four of them. Yeah, yeah, one for each of us. Good get. Yeah, <laughs> I would tell you what. If I had that kind of money, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this with you. Let oh, me tell you. Dane. So there's a yeah. little time out. You mean that we'd actually be in Bali? Yes, doing exactly. Right? Yeah, we're on a boat somewhere. There's a little time out for you because you know you've been going hard for the last twenty minutes. Did you did you meet a knight? Did you meet a sir? <laughs> 
I've met a lord, Lord Heath Shaw. Is this one his name? <laughs> yeah. I, I met while you were over there. Because since you've been gone, Sam's been hanging with hanging with knights. Mm. No, 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 I didn't. No. How'd you go with Surrey and Botham? He was actually lovely, and you know what? I did do I did do some background on him, but perhaps not the background that um, guys would have done on him. So, so there's a little bit of controversy that goes with this knight in particular, which um, I will touch on. But he was he was actually really lovely. I didn't I'd never met a knight before. I, I did look up if there was any kind of protocol, like because sometimes some people take this stuff really seriously, like you have to call them sir, and you know there's there's laws and rules that go along with them. But he was pretty um, relaxed. I did maintain um, respect in that I called him sir Ian every time, but he answered to Beefy or whatever, and he was very lovely. They actually didn't have me a table in the function, so I was just sitting out in the um, venue. It was at Lamaris Hotel, which is a gorgeous venue, as you'll know, Dane. Um, so I was just sitting out in the, I guess, bar section, which was fine by me, but he was not okay with that. He's like, no, she needs a spot in there. And um, Was it an old, was it a board male thing? Is that why you got the arse? Or? No, there were girls in there. They just kind of forgot. forgot. Yeah, That's they didn't for, think yeah. to give me a spot, which is fine because when I was talking, I, it doesn't bother me. Like yep. I, I'm very much, I'm there to work. Um, but he was very adamant that I had a spot to sit. I had a glass of wine and I had some food before anything happened. And then after we finished our interview, I leant in to give him like a kiss on the cheek, like thanks very much, shook his hand. And he literally, as we finished the interview, was like, have you eaten? Have you had a glass of wine? Are you okay? Like he was very lovely. He was an absolute gentleman. And he was open to answering um, any questions. No one answered, No one asked him the controversial question, but he was quite open what, what was to wrong with him? Uh, nothing, well, nothing's wrong con- with him, but um, I may as well talk about it because it's actually it's out there. But he, when he was new to Twitter, didn't realise the difference between a, a p- direct message and a tweet, uh, which goes on your yeah. And so he's been married for a number of years, and he decided to uh, send a photo of his lower appendage mm. um, to somebody we don't know who, but all he captioned it was, um, how's this making you feel, I think it was. And it was just a how long down there. And I think it was up for about an hour before he realised. So, oh, Jesus, um, heart would have sunk to the bottom of his Yeah, to the bottom feet. of that photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. Um, a couple of people showed me that and asked me on Twitter if I was then sent one, which I wasn't because he was a gentleman to me. Did, um, it, did anyone ask? Did you ask him? Oh, I didn't ask him. No. Um out of pure respect, mm. and no one actually asked in the room. You didn't so go, how's Twitter going? Did you, where did you go? Have you figured out Twitter yet? I or? didn't know him well yeah. enough, and he's okay. coming back in November, and I yeah. really want a job. A so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> A mate of mine was there that I didn't know was there. He texted me and said you were fantastic, which oh, is thank great. You. Did, you, did you ask me about Ian Chappell? Did I? Uh, that, the reason I didn't ask that is when I kind of interview I um, kind of get a gauge on what other people are going to ask in the room if there's a Q&A yeah. at the end because I don't want to take away – like some people just live for that moment where they can speak to this person. Exactly. So I try and direct my questions around questions I think people won't, won't perhaps ask. Yep. Um, and I knew that there were a few people out there wanting to ask that, so I deliberately didn't and so it where, was asked where, where during was, Q&A. Where was your good angle? For – Well, you, you said you, you, you went down a different angles. Where, where was one you got, oh, I'm glad I went down that path? We only had um, – for 45 minutes. Yep. So with someone like him, it's hard to kind of do those interviews because there's so much to talk about. Oh, we didn't talk much about cricket. We spoke more about his charity work. Yep. Um, he's done a lot of incredible um, charity work. And what I'm, surprised you? Um, to be honest, the kind of our personality that he had in his playing days was a bit of a, a larrikin and a bit of a 
playboy, a bit of a I don't give a fuck. I don't think he would have been – I think he would have fit in well on this podcast and he wasn't one to apologise. So kind of gives off – gave off that persona in all the research that I did and all these media interviews and it wasn't shy about telling journalists that they were asking dumb questions and those kind of things and going, fuck you, I'm not answering that. Um, so I didn't think he would have that really um, – charitable side to him yep um but it's something that he's really passionate about he's also got uh, one of his kids is not well um so just seeing that side of him that um i guess vulnerable side was quite nice um and the fact that um the way that he spoke about his interaction with the queen as well was quite funny he um so that he almost fucked up because there is a lot of protocol when you meet the Oof, queen. I was going to say, Jesus Christ, I don't know what you were going to say there. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, not fucked her. Fucked I was, up. Oh, that's what I. Th- that's what I was going to say. Jesus, so he beefy. Was. Stick to Twitter. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's who he was sending the picture yeah, to. Maybe, we maybe don't really absolutely. know. But yeah, that surprised me. His like um, vulnerable nature and um, caring nature, and he has done a lot for charity and. That was quite nice, and obviously now he's into wines, and that's Very why nice. he was down at Lamaro's. Yeah. How come? You, how come you didn't say the Queen again? I know I've asked you. Couldn't be bothered. <laughs> what? There are quite a few um, nights I out there. Ev- that I, think, I think everyone who wins the Brownlow, well, as far as I'm aware, well, maybe I was just special, but um, I got yeah, I got sent the mail like one of those big invites. I give it to my nan. My nan nearly slapped me over there with it. She said, "Why are you going to see us? I have zero interest in meeting the Queen. Zero. None. What if you got it now? Pardon? What if you got it now? Zero. Well, Still. I would, I would, I would love to meet Queen Lizzie, but well, you? No. Mm. Yeah, it'd be in a bit. Yeah, I've just um, yeah, yep. No, she doesn't interest me. Um, well, well, you met the King over there. Well, you saw the King again and his kids. Ed. Ed. Ed yeah, yeah. She <coughs> yeah. had a couple of times. He followed me around. I seen him in on that Sunday when the Kobe news broke at the um, bushfire thing. Um, and did he pay $100,000 for a table at a nightclub for you blokes to have a good time? I reckon. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. He would have got it for a lot cheaper than me. Um, he knows a lot of people <laughs> there. Haggle. Yeah, exactly. Um, seen him on the Sunday and then seen him Super Bowl Sunday. And I was, was I think, proud to see his kids with you? No, I think, was trying to, I, seen, I think that's why I've only seen him twice at official final... <laughs> Party was an official function, but I think he's trying to keep him on a tight, tight leash away from me. Um, not sure he wanted him back at that house in Miami. No, um, that's why for that sure. Is, or he, well, I don't know. Oh, well, is that nineteen and seventeen? No, it was, um, only one was there. Okay. Um, is that because his kids are toilet trained? And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> toilet coming. trained. I just couldn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> um. They're 20, I think, years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wasn't drinking. 
Yes. Yes, absolutely not. No, you, you certainly Good. wasn't. Good. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Ed runs a strict, strict house. Yes. Um, but he was good. So, yeah, so Miley Simone, Miley was great. Then went and watched the Heat and the Sixers on the Monday night. That game was shit. They got, there was a blowout. Then went to, they went to Mexico for, for four nights, which was good. We had to recover. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's actually actually quite weird to be able to, on a, um, on a holiday, to be able to see the sun go down instead of go up. Because that's 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 what happened the first right. You, you got your body clock right. Yeah, that's what happened yeah. the first ten or eleven. No, I was I was still being on Melbourne time because yeah. I was awake. You know, so um, no, it was good to finally see the sun go down. Yes, instead of come up. So, mate, we got to Mexico. And mate, exactly what the the doctor ordered. Uh, you know, got to, got to actually be out in the sun. Yeah, and just you know, not in the daughter out in the sun. <laughs> and um. Just relaxing, like they had a, like we went to like an all inclusive, so um, in Play del Carmen. So it was good, just, well, they had like a big spa in it there, so, you know, getting the, the first cold pool I've done since ever. Yeah. Um, so it was good to, you know, just sweat it all out, getting the sauna, steam, spa. Then I would hit the pool by, you know, midday, 12.30. Mate, sit in the pool by, have a couple of pina coladas, a few beers by the pool, just lay there, get some sun back. Yeah, I'd go for feed in the buffet, then go, go for dinner. Right. Apart from one night, we had a, a solid crack, but, mate, we are in bed by midnight every night, woke up on the piss all day. So it was just what the doctor ordered, mate. Uh, are you more of a day drinker, Dane, or a night? Would, if you had to choose, would you prefer to drink during the day yeah, or, or not? Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I like drinking during the day. I like uh, that too, yeah. mainly because I like my sleep. So I feel like you can still have a full day of partying. Yeah. Still get a good sleep. Like a pool party is very hard to beat. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I do, especially in places like Mexico. Mm. Places like, you know, LA or, you know, every other place where predominantly ha- shit happens at night. Well, mm. there's not much you can do about it. You kind of have to just fucking roll with the, <laughs> roll with the tide and, and do that. But um, that was good. Mexico, they went to Houston for the UFC. See John Jones fight. What's that experience like? You see, it was great. Um, there you go. <laughs> um, what? She's filming the podcast. Um, oh. Working to the camera. Yeah. Um, no, my UFC was awesome. Uh, really, really good. What was John Jones fight? It was one of my favourites. I was only there, only there one night, and then um, work piling up. Yeah, I was flat out. Yeah, that well, then flew to LA um, on my own because we mate found love on Bumble and went. Back to Miami, yeah. Oh, so yeah. so he, w- he wiped me like a dirty ass. Um, well, someone had to wipe your well, dirty no, ass. Exactly, <laughs> and it was him, and he flew to Miami. Um, Don, you've been to quite a few um, sporting events now, I guess, or like events in general. What's your f- favorite one that you've been to? Does anything stand out? Uh, for you? Well, with the World Cup in Russia, probably. Yeah. But that's and that's a big event. That's a yeah you know, three week event. So, uh, but just like one. And the, like, watching the Aussies play was were good. I didn't win the game, unfortunately, but that would have been good. Um, the best, well, apart from one I've played in, obviously, which, you know, we don't know, know what that is. Um, the best one, probably the, the UFC in Madison Square Garden. That was, yeah. was that two, three years ago or something? That was probably the best event, like the, the three main fights, well, three upsets. 
And it was just my first UFC overseas. I've never been to Madison Square Garden before, so that's obviously an iconic it's a good stadium. Game. Yeah, so you've so, been there, sir? So probably yeah, that. Yeah, I watched the Knicks play there a couple of years ago. Mm. Oh, nice. So so pr- so we got a nice that. hockey game there. Oh, I really want to see a nice hockey game. Ice hockey's awesome live. Have you yeah. seen ice hockey? Yeah. Especially in America, it looks great. I yeah. haven't seen it live. But is there something on your on your list now, Dan? obviously you've just done the Super Bowl. That's on my list. Is there something... Birthday present from you two. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even get one from me, missus. Well, we're trying to work out what yeah. to what sporting event to send you to for your birthday, obviously. Well, well I texted her before I said, oh, she was all morning. I was there, just woke up. I'm sniffing around the house looking for where my present is. She goes, I've hidden it that well. It's invisible. <laughs> Next to the fluffy towel. <laughs> yeah, so I can't even get a present from her. So I said, well, it's how important 36 is as a birthday. Mm, and it's... Oh, number. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wow. I'm expect- well, I'm going down to Collingwood... Be- um, Sabo, they're retiring my jumper for the year. Oh, they'll yeah. definitely have a, a present for you, Dane. Yeah, I'd hope so. I'd hope so. Are Stand you really going to Collingwood? No, 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 no. 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 Um, sporting event. Uh, well, Super Bowl was incredible. So, one I haven't been. Old, NBA Finals game would be oh, would yeah. be wicked. Um, watching Conor McGregor fight, I, I think, would be something else. I want to see you in the top hat and tails at Royal Ascot. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was seeing. That that would be fun. That's um that's on my list or Kentucky or something like Kentucky Derby or something oh, like I'd that. Love yeah. to. Can we go as a as a family? As yeah, a just, we have to sell some. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take it on the road. Yeah. Do you think we have any listeners at the Royal Alaska? Uh, well, we're a chance, but you know no. I was talking about that other idea that maybe they were they were I thought commercially you and I would be all right. Yeah. They're still a bit concerned about <laughs> someone else in this podcast. I mean, why would they <laughs> be? <laughs> He's Who? a man of the Don't people. Sam. <laughs> Camo's not on this podcast anymore. Who? We'll name him. Yeah, we'll, we'll name him and shame him. Um, no. Now, now, now I, I just love concerts when I go there. And sometimes I'm no, like, we know. Yeah. We all have to sit oh, through Oh, what I don't do is look well. on Twitter when I can't hear it perfectly. Oh, no. It was on the TV that was bad. I was actually, I got had a few friends that were there and listening so to their Instagram. There? I wasn't there. I was. The vo- Did you read what I said? Broadcast. So this is the fire. fire. The fire. Oh, yeah, it's the, in Sydney. In Sydney. The, um, I, I got the impression you were there the way you were complaining. No, the broadcast. I said broadcast. If anyone was listening. Was no, it wasn't. I asked a few other people. Whoever was doing the mix on broadcast was, was bad. Basically what that means is you get sound input from drums, from vocals, from guitar, and they didn't have any main mic in the – in the vocal mix for broadcast. So if you watched people's stories on Instagram, the people that were putting the whole concert up, right. which were obviously mates of yours, Ralph, yeah. you could hear the volume of – you could hear the singer, but you couldn't hear it on the TV. So I had the TV on in the background <laughs> while I was working and you cu- you couldn't hear um, like any of the singers properly. You could anyway, just it's a nice touch coin doing the Live Aid reboot. Yeah, really good, wasn't was awesome. it, with Freddie? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Freddie Mercury. I think Adam Lambert's great, actually. Yeah, at Fronting well. Queen, I watched their um, documentary and they asked Beautiful. how were you going to kind of – Freddie Mercury has such big shoes to fill and it was a, a tough ask to get someone to lead the band that is Queen. Um, and I think Adam Lambert fits in really well. He does, fits in perfectly. Mm. Absolutely. Hey, um, so the, uh, the, the, the next big charity event for the, for the Bushfire fundraising is the, the uh, State of Origin that they're yeah. bringing back. Mm. Um, it's the first one since 2008. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you, you're telling me, Ralph. Why did they stop it, Ralph? So there was there was four Collingwood players there. Who so were they? So I know who one oh, was. I'm going to oh. ask you before I know that you weren't one. Oh, I could, well, who I do you think were there for? Scott Penelbury. Yes, I was probably better than him at that. St- I was probably better than him at that stage too. So I got asked there. He's obviously a lot better than me now. 
Um, Bucks wouldn't have been there. Uh, Shit. Were they both for Victoria? Uh, three Victoria, one for the uh, All Stars, I think it was. Or maybe it was, was it the Aboriginal. I was going to say Dardak. Sorry, I think it was the Aboriginal team. Leon Davis. Leon Davis was for the Aboriginal team, yep. And there was three Victorians. So you got Pendlebury. Was it Dardak? Did you hear that? Hear that no. pause? He's thinking, well, it's not about me, so I... Okay. Oh, no, it's not me. I'll, you can't think of I was, any I was other. in the squad, but I... It was Heath Shaw and Josh Fraser. Heath Shaw? Sure. Yeah, I wouldn't have got Fraser. He, Heath had a coming away. I probably Lord still would have gone. 2008's a long time ago. Like, <laughs> So why wasn't D Swan there? Well, Bomber Thompson sacked me. <laughs> Talk us through that. Well, mate, I, was, I don't know however, however big the squad was. It was like, you know, what, so maybe that yeah. 30 or 40 in the squad or something like that. Um... Yeah, we didn't, we didn't train. We didn't have a training session or anything like that. I think they just. What's the point of naming a squad if they surely they know they're twenty five anyway? So what's yeah. the point of not that I got my hopes up? I probably didn't, I didn't, wasn't particularly keen on playing anyway. But um, yeah, I guess I don't know if I would have played anyway. But I'll say no now just to make myself sound better. <laughs> but you probably would have. But so you were a required player at the end. Yeah, um, I was a very required player, um, and then he rang. I remember. I, I for some reason I don't remember much about my but I remember this. He just rang me. Um, and I was like, "We're out. We're out." I can't remember. If I was at a birthday or a function, but I was out on a Saturday. He called, me, on, he called me like Saturday night at like nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. Like, where did he expect who, you to be? Who does that? Um, <laughs> well, well, maybe bummer. Maybe that's his. Maybe that's his thing. I haven't had much to do with him, but uh, maybe that's maybe that's what he liked to do. Um, I think we had probably a bit more in common than he realised, Bomber. Yeah, <laughs> uh, if you um, going by what you read and hear about him in the last ten years, so maybe we could have hit it off. But um, he pretty much just said, "Mate, we're going in a different direction." I was like, and "I was at a bar, there was music playing, and I was like, yeah, whatever, mate. Thanks for your call.'" <laughs> and I was like, you, was you, you got over it quickly." It. Yeah, pretty quickly. But um, yeah, so I got I, I played for my country before I played, but I've never, I've never played for Victoria. Not, not as a junior. I think that was your only opportunity. Oh, sorry, not as a yeah, junior. Like yeah, like as a junior, as, as anything. So I never oh, I represented uh, Victoria. So, like it was at the MCG because, of course, yeah. when, you, when you get to the MCG, you couldn't stop I was all Australian that year. So, like, I was, I was <laughs> in the best. All be- Australian, but not Victorian. I was in the best. I was in the best 22 of the year, but I couldn't get in the best 22, 25, or however many they took Victorians um, for the year. So, oh, uh, well. It is what it is, um, but mate, I don't know, what do you think? Are you, are you excited to see the game on? I'm in Byron Bay, so I'll, it's Friday. a Friday night, is it? Um, well, that's that's how excited I am. But well, to be honest, I've been up in Sydney, so up there, AFL doesn't really exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a weird experience for me. Yeah. It's really weird. Do you think it'll work? I think well, people want to get behind it. Because of the bushfire, yeah. really. It sounds like the players, by Dusty putting up his hand and, and the others are saying, well, we're going to make it a fun exhibition game. I don't think yeah, well, that's the thing. It's going to be... I think that uh, well, people they're like... Not to, they're not going to try. See, old people like me, that it, w- it was huge, the, the state yeah, of origin growing up. It'll never get back to that. It'll never. Well, this is my question. One, why, well, I've got a couple of questions. One, why have they not done it since 2008? And two... It's not really state of origin if it's Victoria versus All Stars. Surely there are enough players that have come through the the. Yeah, the Vicks would flog because it. of the because of the exhibition factor. They would just want the best players playing. Yeah. So actually, yeah, but so why is it? Why don't they make it a round robin tour and do like Victoria versus Queensland versus? Work. Yeah, and the Vicks would flog them all. Um, oh, he's very biased. Well, I, don't know, I hate the Vicks. They sacked me. So <laughs> there's quite a few good players <laughs> they're that they're come out of WA. Though, they're the only right? club to sack me. Collingwood didn't even sack me. Um, 
but it just it just it won't work here. Like, and you you can't compare it against league because it's embedded in their yeah. culture. And like half of them would rather win Origin, yep. than win their league, yeah. than win their club thing. We're here. The clubs have so much power and so much say that you know, like as if Brody is going to jam his knee through Darcy Moore's back on Friday night. You know, like they're playing each other. They're just give a pat on the bum and go see you later. Yeah. Like that's that's how old. But just the mentality is not there. The only way I think that Saturday Origin comes back to be serious, if they and AFL have got a lot of money, I'm assuming, a lot yeah. of money in the bank, just go right, 100, 150 grand to every player who wins. Yes. So what's that, 2.2, say 3 million bucks, and losers get diddly squat. Well, rather than you, doing You watch blokes come out halfway yeah. through the year and go, righto, for an extra 150, 100 grand. Nothing's for nothing. Exactly. That might be like the All-Star <laughs> game where they might just – Kick around and fuck around the first half, but there's a hundred grand on the line, hundred and fifty yeah. grand on the line for a side to win. They'll get going in the last quarter for that extra carrot on top. So that's the only way I see it working. But otherwise than that, it's just it's gone. Well, am I in am I correct or incorrect in thinking the reason that they won't go hell for leather is because it's right before the season starts and they want to protect their bodies and protect their yeah, th- you know, th- their season ahead. Well, I think in whatever what any time you played, if you play in the middle of the year, they don't okay. want to get hurt. If they play it at, At the, the end, end of the year, year that was going to be my question. Hurt. So the latest so, crowd I've ever been to was 1989. I'm pretty confident it was 89. was Victoria, uh, South Australia, and it was just when it was at its peak. And yep. the MCG had 92,000, but 90,000 back from Victoria. So you can yeah, make, right. it, w- it would have been like when Richmond played GWS yeah. and they filled it full of one team back. It was awesome. But in that game, uh, Andy Collins tackled Tony Hall. They were both Hawthorne stars. Ripped Tony Hall's mm. knee. And basically, I reckon that if you, if you want to... To do a tipping point compared to New South Wales, Queensland, and the state of origin there. That was it. That was it. Because everyone said, "Well, hang on, you make you earn playing for your club." Yeah. And Dermy actually came out pretty loudly and said, "I'd get paid by Hawthorne. I'd get paid when Derm was at his peak." Mm. You know? That's exactly, and it's yeah. exactly, and it's just it's just not in our culture. Um, I'd love I'd love to see it come back because I think you know the fans would love to see it and like they'd want to see. Did your you old man play in any big type of representative for VFA or? Or not? Uh, I, don't, I don't even know. Did they have... I don't think they had... Did they have... They couldn't have had Sojourn because it wasn't a national game, was it? No, I reckon they VFA played SANFL or something like that. I'm, I'm, sure he, I'm, sure he, I'm sure he... So you're saying even if it was at the end of the season, once all is kind of done before pre-season comes back, they're still... It, with that money prize that you're talking about, don't you don't think there's room for it? Oh, yeah, no, well, I understand if that. There's, that's, that's, I think the only way it can move, there has to be a huge carrot fall and go and play. Because otherwise, at the end of the year, they go, nah, I'm going, I'm going to get... I'm going to get me hamstring worked on, I'm going to get something, I've got to get in a scrape, and all they want to go overseas, you don't want to hang around. All the other ways you play, you don't come back till January. So then people go, well, you know what, fuck it, I'll, I'll play in this game, stay an extra two weeks at home, and then I'll get all of before Christmas off. That You have to dangle a, a carrot that is impossible for them to ignore, because mm-hmm. otherwise, and a lot of, the, and I guess everyone who's playing in the Vicks are making 500 <laughs> or, you know, the six, seven, eight hundred plus a year, so... It has to be a huge carrot for him to play. And obviously, I guarantee you, if this wasn't for the bushfires, half the blokes wouldn't be playing. 100%. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking absolutely. that. Like, uh, I think that people like Dustin and that couldn't have said no with the likes of Roger Federer and Serena no Williams doubt. standing up at the yeah. beginning of the year and playing absolutely. that exhibition tournament before the Open. If people like that that are earning millions more than Dustin and, and not that they're better athletes, but you know they're on a larger scale, for them to stand up and do that for a country that's not even necessarily theirs, I think that... There's no way that people like Dustin and Pendles and that wouldn't no, no doubt. be playing. And it, look, the, the, I guess the one good thing about this Odger would be, the, I don't know if they, I'm assuming they have to train together maybe, but like just getting to know each other. Because like, you have preconceived ideas about what other footballers are because the way they play in the field and 
as we know, not just because you have a certain image on the field, you're not that way off it. Mm-hmm. So they might go, oh, geez, I fucking hate it. Or I can't stand the way he plays or he looks like such a fuckwit or he's an, you know, he looks like he's rude, he looks like arrogant, he's real happy with himself. Then you go into this and you're meeting the best of the best. And you, you, I'm guessing they'll go out and have a beer on Friday night or they might have a function Saturday or whatever they've got and they'll get to know a couple mm. of players from sides who they would never normally know. That would, that would be the best thing about mm. going to Origin well, is that's going what, to, um, to meet them. The, NR, the NRL do really well when they go – that's the thing I remember when I was at Storm, like for weeks these boys go into camps ahead of – so we know the middle of the year when those games are, we're losing big players. Like when Cam was playing, when Billy was playing, then we'd lose Munster and all of our best players, as you mentioned, really live to go and play for State of Origin. So they were not only leaving for the game, but they go into camp beforehand. So these boys are all playing with players from other sides and even the Indigenous All-Stars game that, was, happened, that happened over the weekend – the um, Indigenous Aboriginals and the Indigenous Maoris, they get together and they form these like this brotherhood from players from other teams. But also what it gives you is an insight into other players and how they play. Yeah. So when you come back and play for your club, when the boys come back to Storm and play, they know how, you know, someone from the Broncos plays or, you know, someone yeah. from Collingwood plays versus someone from West Coast Eagles plays. And from an atmosphere point of view, I can only talk as a fan. I was never good up as a player by a long way. But the you still want... One team versus the other from atmosphere. And when Victorian South Australia had that and Victorian Western Australia had that, pre the Crows, pre-national comp, pre-drafting. So now someone like Matthew Pavlich is a Western Australian legend. He's a South Australian boy. So yeah. Yeah. you haven't got that connection. And there's right. lots like Robbie Gray's now a Port Adelaide legend, but he's a Victorian boy. So and true. Yeah. I never thought about yeah. that. So so ultimately it's... He played it's his whole career at the Dockers and he's a Dockers legend, 100%. but I didn't realise yeah. that yeah, he doesn't come so from that, WA. There's that angle as well. Hey, um, Mac Horton... <laughs> Mac Horton Have you seen what's happened With Mac Horton Swatty? Swimmer Did he hear a who <laughs> Mac Horton <laughs> What the com- Did he not get that <laughs> Horton hears a who No I, I, I just moved on <laughs> Didn't like that Dad to try up your alley Dad joke Dad joke I know. Yeah. Great well played So buddy. Caulfield Grammar Has decided Not to call it The Mac Horton Swimming Centre Because they don't want to offend This is the private school We're talking about is it This is, this is one we're going with Yes Okay So we could go The real serious angle which we don't do. But no, I want to know, what was the Bernard's name after Dane Swan? <laughs> and, and what type of commercial interest would they be worried about upsetting? The, the, the day off. Um, <laughs> A PD day? Yeah, the weekend. The um, Bernard's day off. Yeah. Oh, mate, I was largely irrelevant at school, to be honest. Like, I wasn't, I was, yeah, I wasn't, I was just largely irrelevant. I didn't do much. I just sort of. I had friends, but I kept myself. Were you school captain, or you went into footy that much? No, I wasn't. Like I was, I wasn't a bad kid. Like I had the odd detention, or I suspended once, but like I wasn't. Like, well, you'd have to ask Tej, but I can't imagine they'd be like, "Fuck, don't swans in my class." It's gonna be a nightmare. I, I just technically kept myself alive. Like I said, like the school counselor said, I should be a mortician. <laughs> so, um, that's what she said. But um, yeah, I don't know. Are they. I'd call I'd call nothing after me because I was largely irrelevant at school. I didn't like, but they we played school footy on Wednesdays, and I didn't want to play. So because we, if you didn't play school sport, you got to go home. So I was like, well, I'd, I'd rather go home than play school footy. <laughs> All right, so we've got a lot of Insta stuff to get through here. So the the, the, the what inspired it was um, the demons appointed Max Gorn as captain. So I want to just get one footy's take off you. Yeah. As a supporter, or just as a lover of the game, well, you're a Melbourne supporter. Is that the right? Is that the right move for Melbourne? Well, uh, no, I, lo- I love that side of it, but I'm just saying, as a footy lover, full stop. What I loved was Max Gordon, captain uh, Max Gordon, captain Todd Viney, vice captain 
and no leadership group. If there's anything that's more boring than saying is the leadership groups, what's your take on a two-man leadership group? It's Todd Viney back, is he? Uh, Todd, uh, uh, I'm getting old. Jack, Jack Viney. Viney. Yep. Mm. Jack. Not as old as me today. Still, <laughs> yeah. I actually still haven't been wished happy birthday. You just went, oh, shit, I've forgotten. Um, what's on my take on a two-man <laughs> leadership group? Yes, as opposed to the 10 or whatever, however many people we've got as leaders. That now the demons are just saying, no, he's a captain, he's a vice captain, everyone else you can do your best. Well, well, well. It's a club I'd like to play for. <laughs> um, I thought well, their meetings would be a lot quicker. I won't have to have. I can't. Say I think that's what they say. It's yeah, a good thing. I want, yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Could be ten men. Everyone has. Everyone have their input. Yep. And man, there's, there's ten of it's half the. It's, a, it's half the team. Um, yeah. So, so so two men, uh, or they've just got absolutely zilch other people who are any good at being a leader. So they're like, well, not fucking putting spastics in. So. Um, <laughs> So that would be it, but um, no, I, I think it's I think it's great. I think the less the better. You know what they say: too many chefs spoil the the broth right. or something right. like it's that. Not bad. So, it's not bad, yeah. um, I think if yeah, obviously if them two were the best men for the job, I'm sure like Nathan Jones is still there, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he'll have like a, a silent input. He led the club for what six, seven, eight, whatever many years it was. So I'm sure he. Will still lead on the, you know, it's difference between leading on the track, and you know, leading around the club than sitting in a meeting telling people what to do. And I think probably Nathan Jones has probably had enough of the time to move on. He'll just still do his thing around the, around the club on the track, like direction and like leading the young fellows. But you I, know. I interviewed uh, Jack Viney at the coterie last year, our end of season dinner, and I've known him a little bit over the years, but not much. Todd a bit. Um, but he, he, he strikes me as one of the guys that sometimes he puts so much pressure on himself as captain, it's probably a good thing. Yeah. Can you, can, is that a fair thing that you no, absolutely. Like, well, leadership. like that? Yeah. Well, I, I was in, believe it or not, I was in my leadership, I was in a leadership group for a, a year or two there, but I got out of it because it, it didn't change me. Yes. Like, it didn't make me a better player. It didn't make me go, well, you know what? I've got to sacrifice a bit. Off the field now, I'm going to pull my head in a bit. Just I just did what I did, yep. and I just played how I played, and it did not change me one bit. The only thing I had to be up earlier Mondays, which hurt me, so I had to be there for a meeting. <laughs> <coughs> and to be perfectly honest, like I probably shouldn't have been there anyway because, like, if I knew one of the boys in one of my good mates was in trouble, like I'd go to them first, go, "Mate, well they know you did this." Yeah. Like I'll go in the bathway, but trust me, your best. You're, the best way you're not getting out of this. The best way is to go in and admit it. Because if you, you know, deny it or, mate, they don't, they don't have any solid proof that you were there. So or you've done this. So just say you weren't, and it'll be done. Because they're, they're going to come in and try and say we know, we know, but they don't. You know, still. So I end up, you know, probably doing the leadership group disservice anyway. So. I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have been in there. But, um, <laughs> but do you see sometimes there are people put too much pressure on themselves? Oh, no, see, so you can yeah. go the other way, yeah. like I did, or you can go and be try and be far too much of a leader, yeah. and then you forget about what's good for you. You try and help too many of the other guys. You try and lead too much on the field or whatever on the track, and then you actually forget yeah. about your main job. The best way to lead is on the field with action and performance. You can well be the best leader in the world, but if you're well planning, said. if you're planning the twos, because yeah. you can't get a kick. You can. You can't. It's hard, it's hard to lead at the middle of the MCG when you're playing at a Casey because you can't get a kick. <laughs> so yeah, clear, absolutely. It might be the best thing for me. Shackles off. You don't have to worry about looking after anyone. You just go out, 
chase the footy around and have a kick and that's it. All right, got a heap of uh, questions before we do. Sam, uh, where are you in the world at the moment? So, what is it, Women's T20? Is that Women's T20, yeah. It's yes. been exciting, the World Cup. Yes. I've seen the Aussies last time. They just got over the line, eh? Yeah, against Sri Lanka. Mm. Yeah, they got What's smacked. What's that atmosphere like? It w- so, I did the opening game with the opening yeah. celebration. For some reason, we're not calling it a ceremony. Um, just more political correctness, don't get me started. It was in Sydney, Australia versus India, which I thought from the organisers' perspective, fantastic idea. Australia and, Australia and India, one of the most passionate sporting crowds. It was fucking awesome. Really? The crowd was going. Did you get many the, people? Yeah, it was – so there was only – two hours before Gates, there was only 1,500 tickets left and it was at um, Spotless Stadium, which is Sydney showgrounds, I think. Uh, yeah. um, so it was awesome atmosphere. Unfortunately, Australia got smacked. I don't know why. They went in as favourites and in India have got that um, superstar – um, who's only 16 and she's the youngest player to score an international half century or whatever. Like, yep. So there was already so a couple of superstars, but as we know, superstars don't make a team, but they really stood up and beat Australia, which was interesting. But then Australia obviously had a great win over Sri Lanka last awesome. night. It's just awesome, I think, because it's good to see um, dads with daughters and like groups of girls that are there, and especially for countries like India where the women have got it a lot harder than we do, to see these people kind of leaning from the front was fucking an awesome experience. Great to a mate in the cricket world who said that's the the cricket's almost led the charge when it comes to inclusiveness and, yeah, and uh, how's right. um, fantastic. So you women's sport. How's the AFL W going? Uh, I think okay. Is it? Oh, I'm not oh, being no, smart. No, I'm no, actually. No, no, no. I haven't been here. There was there was one good moment where I wrote this down. I have seen the useless. Yeah, the useless thing. Stacey Livingston. Yeah, yeah, said to our girl Georgie Pay. Once you once you're on this show, you kick on. She's a brave you? girl yeah, calling yeah, yeah. Um, Taylor Harris useless. So let me tell you, <laughs> she's yeah. a black belt, isn't she? No, she's well. a world champion boxer. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, she's very brave doing that. But yeah, that was I read that. That was great. Smack that was on the back page, like because you know. I don't read there or son a lot, but I'm assuming women's footy isn't on the back page a lot. But that um, that brought it to the attention. You watch the ratings or the crowd go up next time Carlton play Colin. Collingwood. At um, mm. I bet you watch there'll be a bit of talk before and stuff like that. Do you, so. Ed, do you reckon Ed will drop it up a bit? No, no, no. It's not like that at all. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, from our Insta, from T Griff, you like this? Surely you're not making the great man work at his birthday. I'd be going to HR, Swatty. Well, when'd you read that? T Griff sent it through a message. That, then how did you forget? How did you forget then? Because I've just read it now. Oh. <laughs> well, yes, T Griff, they are, and it's for nothing too. From RJ, if you're travelling at the speed of light in your car, then turn your headlights on. Do they work? Hold on a minute. <laughs> Oh, you want to repeat that? What do people would sit there and do to come up you with You want to repeat questions? that? From Gus. Oh, would you rather be the, the ugliest man alive and married to the hottest person alive or the other way around? Yeah, ma- yeah, ugliest married to the hottest. Why would you want to be the hottest married to the ugliest? You'd sit there and hate nah. yourself. I'd be, the, I'd be the hottest and married to the ugliest for sure. Question unless, for I, unless I was a billionaire, then it wouldn't want a difference. I just know that I'd be... If I was the ugliest person in in the world, married to the hottest, I'd be the most insecure person in the world. It wouldn't be an enjoyable marriage. From Barb's, uh, for que- question for Sam: tea or coffee? Coffee. Silly question. This morning from Melbourne. Neither. Because because they're warm. <laughs> I did offer to buy him a cold drink mm. on the way in. From West K, what has he got planned for his birthday today? What do you have planned for your birthday I'm today? With you two knuckleheads not being <laughs> acknowledged for getting a year older. Um, Going out for, uh, I can't even get a, a birthday on my own tonight. It's my younger cousin's was her birthday Thursday or Friday, so it's like a family dinner, out for dinner tonight. That's that's about it. Um, no presents, nothing. It's, the older you get, the less 
of a fuck people give about you, obviously. No, 100%. we still, we still. What do you mean? Well, the older you get, it's not about birthdays anymore. Okay. From Nicholas, what's the worst paid cashier you've ever it's about attended? About getting thrilled out of that shit in your pants. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the what? What's the worst paid cashier you've ever done? Oh, I've done plenty of love jobs for nothing. I've plenty of free no, ones. you've been paid for. Oh, when I've been paid yeah, for. You've been paid and you go, this is not real good. Um, oh, when, so you mean like uh, getting paid may be a decent wage, but when you get there, the job itself is shit. Is that what you're No, you just mean like what's the lowest no, money percent? What's the lowest no, no, figure? You, no, no, yeah, yeah. You, 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 it's an earn, but it's just a disaster. You mean monetary-wise? No, oh, no uh, the actual event. Experience. Oh, the actual event. Yeah. Um, oh, you've had out, you know, you go to the old one where they're like, they're just fu- too far gone, like it'd be like a reverse <laughs> raffle or something like, or you get on late and they just... It's happened. Plain Bays do not give a one hoot about what you're out there saying. All they want to do is to get the music back on or just carry on with their mates and have a chat. So it actually works out right because the bloke I'm seeing, you know, some just goes, oh, well, what's the point of being up Take here? The yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> 20 minutes and gone. But that can be quite, as you would know, quite annoying when no one's listening to you. Yeah, From Nelso to Sam, you've been given an elephant. You can't sell it or give it away. What do you do with the elephant? Um... Well, no, it's no, not for you. Oh, I've been Sam. given an elephant. Yeah, I can't give it away or sell it. What do you what do, with do, I do with it? Will I keep it? <laughs> Logically, mm-hmm. that's the but answer, where? isn't it? Well, in somewhere, so I'm sure Sam Newman's got somewhere that I can keep it. Question Surely. for Dane from Real Horse: What were your parents <laughs> going to call you if you were a girl? Danielle. Danielle. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'll ask them tonight, and I'll, I'll get back. I actually don't know. I don't think I've ever brought it up. Dana, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> From Kerry, uh, well, Kerry's asked you both one question because I said one question to you, Sam. How do you put up with these guys? It's an absolute pleasure. Oh, yeah. To you, Swanee, how much do you miss playing footy? Right at this very instant, while this podcast is going on, a hell of a lot because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be at the footy club. Um, no, I don't miss it at all. From uh, Matthew, no. whatever happened to the Mrs. Won't Be Happy segment? Oh, well, I can br- I can bring it back. She's not happy all the time. <laughs> oh, it's my birthday, so she has to be happy. Today. I'll do my version of it too. We'll bring it back. Uh, from Josh to Swanee. I, I thought we tried. We tried to leave everything. We tried to past. leave everything from that prior podcast in the past. Sleeping dogs. Would you rather have a night on the piss with Tyson Fury or Conor McGregor? Oof. that's a good one. Um, <laughs> probably, I think Tyson Fury probably be more fun to have a beer with. Yeah. From, from Matthew, what is something you learnt in the last week? Oh, good one. Something I've learnt in the last week. Um, not much, actually. I've probably got, in fact, I've probably got a hell of a lot dumber after the last four or five days. So um, I've learnt anything. I've no. learnt something. What do you learn, Sam? Which, even though I Sam's, work- Sam's amazing facts. No, no, but I've got. But we'll get to the. I've got a whole page of those. We didn't even get to them. We we're nah, talking about da- uh, Dane's holiday. But I learnt that um, trophies, namely the one I've been working with, the World Cup, have their own schedule. So they have a, a minder and they have a schedule that they have to keep to. Do so they work from home. <laughs> they, I don't know what where they work from, but I, I was like, okay, we're going to do this cross at five forty-seven. They were like, cool, because its schedule says it needs to move on at five fifty-two. I was like, sorry, the, the World Cup and trophies have their own schedules, flight plans, everything. Outrageous. It is absurd. I took a, a put up a photo of Max Gordon and myself on Insta and Facebook and just mm-hmm. you, you have to award the best joke, best short joke. Yeah. We put it to our listeners. Free stubby holder. How long have the AFL been giving away free garden names to their club captains? 
<laughs> judge it by her laugh. So that, that's that's, that's going to be hard to beat, judging by the one. laugh. Well from, from T Ward, this photo looks like your shit T-shirts, adult size before the wash and kids' size <laughs> Yeah, that's not bad. Not bad. Uh, I won't do that one. Sorry. Uh, from Peter, does Dr. Evil know you're gone? He's dead too, Vern. Is he? Yep. Uh, from Luke, I went up the arse for another car the other day. The bloke that got out was a dwarf. Oh, lucky he said car. Car. I don't know what, I don't know what was going Is this still a joke? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. The bloke yeah. that got out was a dwarf. I'm not happy, he yelled. Well, which one are you, I asked. <laughs> hey. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> close second, I what, What's blue, short and stuck up at a tree? What? A midget in a denim jacket. <laughs> was this bringing your kids to the races day? Uh, great to see the Oompa Loompa that Escape Wonka's factory has kicked on. Uh, where are we? Uh, you're that short, you can see your feet and your driver's licence. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got plenty on our Facebook page too, which you can look up there. Please like us. Uh, so, so judging by the laugh, we'll give that to the first yeah, one. Yeah, probably. Wow. Well, yeah. That was definitely a top four, but that was number yeah. one. So thank you, everyone who's participated. Who was it? Wait, can you give them a shout-out? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you got anything inappropriate to finish with while I look this up again? Uh, um, I know what I, I would like to finish it with. Okay. I'll just show you. This is no, from no, Benno, be Benjamin Betteridge. You've won a shit oh, stubby holder. Well played. <laughs> that's unfortunate. If we can play that at the end. Um, yes. If that's right. But Swanee can do his thing. Also, just before we get to Swanee, yep. I've um, put my my time and my brain on the line and I've been watching for the purpose of the show, but we'll come back to it next year. Um, <gasps> next week. <laughs> next, mm. <laughs> if we're Thank back you. next week. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow's documentary oh. on Netflix, The Goop Lab. And the reason that I started watching it um, mainly was because the preview came up so many times. Yeah. The Goop Lab. Should I, should I watch yeah. it or no? Or uh, well, I reckon I, I've, I've started How long watching it. Go it? For? There's the only series. six episodes in yeah, the series. Like half, 20 minute or half an hour? No, or? I think they're a half an hour. Mm. Let me yeah. double check. Let me, I'll give you a review, review next uh, week. I'll watch it this week too. Oh, the yeah. Goop Lab. The Goop Lab. And so the fuck's it's. Goop? Or do, why am I, I going to find out? She has a company called Goop, you know, the vagina smelling candles, etc. cetera. Yeah. Um, so she said that she wanted to explore ideas that seem either too out there or too scary because you've only got one life. We're only here for one time. We may as well milk it and. Fuck it, have a crack at everything. And so they go through all these different out there ideas and, and film it from everything from um, one's called The Pleasure is Ours. It's about masturbating and knowing your sexual body right through to people taking um, hallucinogens and LSD and magic mushrooms and they film them having these trips. And because it's obviously back in the 70s, LSD was huge and legal, but now it's illegal, but now they're using it for healing therapies. Goes through everything from that to the cold therapies, the Wim Hof method, or taking a quaddie at the trots. Yeah, taking no, a quaddie, no, no, no. Okay. vampire facials, all these random right. things. Um, but it's very cool. So I'm going to keep right. watching it and I'll give you a review. Right. Right. You, you yourself, let's play, play that music quietly. Have you got anything? Uh, I might give you a joke. Yeah. All right. Um, how do you get a nun pregnant? <laughs> it's not playing. <laughs> Dress her up as an altar boy. It's look. It's not playing. I'll just sing it to you. Is it gone? We're gone. Fuck. Look, I'm trying to play it. What are we trying to play? Why is it not playing? <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.